You're listening to Think. It's like Think, but with an M instead of an N. A podcast for learning. This is a new episode, and I'm your host, Nicholas Real. And coming all the way at you from the sweet, sultry sounds of Cincinnati, Ohio, it's your co-host, Paul Vine. And to note on mine that I'm in Chicago now. First episode, remotely. Our first real episode... Because uh, we did do the Star Wars episode. We did do a four-hour-long episode when the new Star Wars trailer came out. Yeah. It wasn't... Was it that long? <laughs> uh, no. It, it was, was like, like a, two. Two and a half. Yeah, it was long. Um, but we, we, you were you we were, were still in um, Cincinnati at the time. Yeah, so. we were a five-minute drive from each other doing that. And now it's more like five hours. Right. Six the miracle of, of the saving grace of uh, purely wonderful technology, Wi-Fi. This episode brought to you by a Wi-Fi. Wi- Wi-Fi. It'll never become an assassin grid. Oh, take my Wi-Fi, please. Oh, I'm really trying to make a Hawaii Five-O joke because I feel like Hawaii. Oh wait, fi- we oh. have a guest for the episode joining us. Um, it's John. John Matthew. Coming at you from oh. Miami, Florida. <laughs> you know him. You love him. Yeah. Now celebrate with him. It's John Massey. All right. Hey. How's that uh, Pitbull concert in Miami? Uh, it's it's great. Honestly. Backstage, right? Honestly, they're yappy little dogs, but um, they got <laughs> they got a uh, big mic on them, so. <laughs> So you're with the little pit bulls that have the big mics on them. Do you think yeah. the the people who are like pit bull defenders, <laughs> little pit bulls it, with the big mics? Do you do you think the people who are like pit pit bull defenders like defend the artist pit bull? Like they constantly. Uh, absolutely. Go, I thought that also, was what you were talking about. I just I thought you were talking about people who are defending the artist pit bull. <laughs> no, I, I mean like the people who like when you talk about pit bulls and and like it's true to a degree like they're not. Violent dogs or whatever. Do you think everyone... So what you're saying is, do you think everyone who is a fan of Pitbull also is, likes the dogs Pitbulls? No. Yeah, what, what I'm saying is do. that if you get into a conversation with the people when you say, like, you know, if you bring up, like, yeah, you know, most dog attacks are carried out by Pitbulls, and they're just like, that's they're not like, true. They're like, Fuego is a great song. Ah, um, yeah. Uh, Pitbull hasn't hurt anyone. He's a good guy. He's Mr worldwide mr worldwide yeah he's mr worldwide him and guy fieri are in a they play poker together damn who he and who guy fieri oh guy Guy fieri Fieri. yeah so that's not true true but you'd believe it oh i assume that they probably play together in like a celebrity guy fieri is mrs worldwide that's that's kind of just a bit i'm working on i think well he is mayor of flavortown Mm-hmm. And, it, and what is Flavortown if not the entire world? What is it? Wow, wow! So, makes you think. I mean, what is yeah. life but just a succession of different flavors? Umami. Wow. We flavor and that flavor us in turn. Sweet. The two things that really matter in life are time and flavors. Time and flavor. Um, rosemary. So, what's this episode about? Um, well, so because we we're kind of like rough on our feet, um, we kind of had, you had a topic that you wanted to do, but couldn't get, get it together in time. Um, I just finished moving, um, 
Well, John and I finished moving yesterday. Mm-hmm. We were up until 2 a.m. last night. Um, it's probably the worst day of my moving. life. Yeah, we we have officially... That's why we're in Miami. Yeah, we have officially left Hoses. Um, That's the, right. The collective, Hoses is done and gone. Yeah, there's nobody left on that street. Yeah. They all died. So. Everyone's everyone's off the street now? Yeah, we... Yeah. Uh, uh, Sherman. Of, everyone William was evicted from all of the houses. No, yeah. no, William. Tecumseh's They've leveled Hosea. Evicted yeah. is a strong word for like arson. Yeah, slash and did, burn. That we did the arson. <laughs> you break down the whole neighborhood. Yeah, the march to the, the sea. Whole thing. Um, but yeah, we we uh, finished it up yesterday, um, and I assume that the uh, you finished up burning the neighborhood yesterday. Yes, we committed yeah, a lot of we crimes. Salted the ashes so that nothing. When did there. you start burning the neighborhood? Uh, somewhere around two in the afternoon, and it took us like, yeah, twelve hours to finish it. Uh, it was it That's... was hard for a while, but then finally, a vi- like a dry wind picked up from the southeast, and right. and really kind of swept out the humidity, and and it just it, I mean, it burned like firewood after that. It was great. Yeah, we uh, we ran out of salt halfway through, but luckily they uh, opened that Clifton Market, um, so we were able to go get a uh, get some backups. More, m- more salt. You know they. Salt, yeah, backup salt. Yeah, to salt the salt the earth. Well, the whole idea is you salt the earth so that stuff doesn't grow in the soil there anymore. Yeah, or if you watch Supernatural, oh. you salt the earth so that the ghosts don't come back to kill you. Well, yeah, I don't watch Supernatural. Neither do I. Well, that's that's why a, do you watch Supernatural? Because uh, the first five seasons are okay. It's like and those brothers sure are hot. It was like. The X Files, if you were into like brother on brother incest and yeah, based on what I know from Tumblr, um, those brothers kiss. Um, well, actually, it's more of um, Sam and like Elvis, the devil, I think, Azrael, mm. one of the demons, and then it's uh, Dean, and uh, there's an angel who gets introduced later, who's played by. Misha Collins named Castiel um, and Dean and Castiel uh, have boinked for sure according to the Tumblr discourse exciting this is now a supernatural podcast yeah I mean we could probably just we should the intro to this episode should definitely just be carry on my wayward son uh, and then let the band Kansas come and take us to oblivion I'm sorry is that the theme song for the show no, it's it's not the theme song to the show, but it's how every season finale begins. Carry on my wayward son by Kansas. Yes, they play that song, and that's how you know it's the last episode of the season. Huh. Cool. Well, this is episode fifty-seven. We're here talking about supernatural. Um, we're gonna have. I don't remember any of those people's names other than Misha Collins, uh, Jared Padalecki. I don't. You I don't think we need up. to. He was. Uh, I don't think. I don't know if we. I think Nick's right about what he was. Dean said. and. I don't uh, think I want to go any Gilmore further Girls. down the supernatural well. Yeah, let's like. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So the point is, John and I finished moving yesterday. We were both pretty exhausted. Um, I woke up, went to work, and then I had to go immediately to. Uh, I almost said Trump rally, but it wasn't to go to the Trump rally. It was go to a Trump protest. Hmm. Um. Which info so you put on your there. MAGA hat? No, I I did wear my you Jeb Bush your t-shirt. white polo into your white uh, shorts. No, and yeah, went to go chant. Send send them back. 
Guys, can I can I take it over the line here? Can I cross the line here? Uh, depends on what that. I line didn't know is. we had any lines. I mean, come on. But like, do you think that? Okay, so you know, Trump puts on. No, I'm gonna edit it so that you just say Trump instead of that. Okay, so Rump. Really poorly, <laughs> really poorly edited. So President Trump, uh, <laughs> uh, he, you know, he, he puts on the white, the uh, he puts on the uh, white shirt and he puts on the uh, white sh- white pants and shoes and I guess my question, like, is he got the tidy whiteies under there or not? Like, has mm. he got the tidy whitey like? Because if he, this is a good like, bit in a good character, and um, <laughs> I don't know. Italian man who is What's increasingly increasingly concerned with Donald Trump's underwear. Uh, that's not I'd a say character. He, that's just like Staten Island, man. That's true. That's, I would say that uh, yeah, he, he probably resi- wears like a like a size too small underwear. Oh, um, I mean, the real question is boxers or briefs. I think it's briefs. tidy white, isn't it? I think they're it's, size yeah. too small. Briefs, right? Yeah. I think briefs I, are tidy whities right? Th- yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. I don't wear underwear. I mean, I they're all. It's all generally. About. There's like a lot of things that are tight and white, but not tidy whities mm-hmm. I really am not happy that I said that. I'm really unhappy. <laughs> no, about I like what this I guy. <laughs> Explore this <laughs> Staten Island man. You see, there's a lot of things that are, you know. Tidy whitey, you want to talk about tidy whiteies? Come on, you, you come, come on, on, you come onto the fucking island to talk about tidy whiteies. Come onto the fucking island. I don't. Is that how Staten Island people refer to Staten Island? I just watched the island? Russian Doll, and so I am just talking in a New York accent now. Oh yeah, how that's was that show? <laughs> it's that's good. what people talk about. Like, come to the island. They're talking about uh, Staten Island, right? Island. Yeah, and lost. <laughs> lost. Yeah, they get, they get, that's, the island. that's why nobody could find them, is because nobody's going to be fucking caught dead going to Staten Island. They're just like, eh, we don't know. We don't know where they went. They just wash up, and it's like, it's just a bagel place and shit. That, I don't know. That, that, makes, really. that makes the setup for, I think, Nick, you and I talked about this, of like, what if the end of Lost was just um, Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Right where the setup is like they, but Staten Island people had taken over the entire world. Y- n- no, I was thinking more like they're on Staten Island and they don't realize it until they like make it to the other island off in the distance, and it turns out to be Liberty Island, and they just see the <laughs> the Statue of Liberty. And I'm like, oh, it was well, we were it was right Earth all along. Yeah, New York is right there, huh? Huh. Well, that's a long way from L.A. Yeah, damn. I wish we didn't kill those people and bury them alive. Yeah, man, that show's fucked up that they killed all those people in Staten Island. Yeah, well, you know. I watched Lost really quick. I don't actually know what happened in most of it. Uh, it, it is, it's, uh, they do purge everybody. So I'm trying to remember. Plane crash, they're on a beach, they go inside a warehouse. That's season one, right there. <laughs> Bam. They one blow up the there. warehouse, um... Oh, that's basically season two. Um, Jack gets a racist tattoo. That's season three. Uh, and then yeah. season season four that's is where That's my he's, favorite episode. Season four is just one episode, namely The Constant. 
What you know? If, how, you know how they did Prison Break, but it was all it was like the guy got all the back tattoos to figure out how to break a, his brother out of prison. Right, that guy was uh, the he was a, one of the bad guys in the Flash. Yeah, that, but with um, Jack's tattoos. I was thinking, what if we just made one slight twist, like one little tweak, mm-hmm. uh, and we replace uh, Matthew Fox, who played Jack and Lost, with jack bauer as played by Kiefer sutherland oh yeah um and so it's like the same show but instead of being like a man of science he's just like constantly waterboarding everybody trying to find out information that's good i like that idea how about michael keaton as beetlejuice man i got this, <laughs> i think he was okay, great in that no dude a crazy idea fucking i love it because it's like oh the classic movie beetlejuice but what if like michael keaton were beetlejuice what in a if movie? The, yeah, what if in the opening the in in the opening for Lost when the plane crashes, the worm comes out of the, the and eats it? No, no, it's I mean maybe, but no, it's um. So Michael Keaton's on the plane and he's on his way to film Beetlejuice two. Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian, <laughs> and um. But they're like filming in Australia or whatever. Yeah, yeah of um, course, yeah. But he's a method actor, so he just yeah. like can't. <laughs> or even refuses. even like the jolt of the jolt of the plane crashing, just like it sticks him in the character. Like you know? he basically has the same um, character arc as Jack, where he's like running around helping people, right. but he's just in the character as people. Uh, no, I mean, no. you know what I like better, honestly, is like. Do it like you know how Lost Sawyer is Beetlejuice. Yeah, you know how no. Lost introduces a bunch of characters in like season four. It's just like that, but like Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice comes in in season four, oh, and he's just Beetlejuice. See, that's good. What what I like, was thinking, he just comes on the sub like yeah, the sub comes just docks. Like the sub comes and on it, just totally unrelatedly, it's Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice in character. They're, what, they're what just like, hey Ben, we got you Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice for your birthday. He's like, oh, we heard your back was bad. See what what I was thinking was um, Locke's character arc, but instead of him being like, the, instead of the the walkabout flashing back to reveal like he's able to walk now, but he used to be paralyzed. It's they flash back to reveal that Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice used to not be Beetlejuice. Mm, <laughs> and that's that good. When, and when he hit the island, something yeah, something changed, like, and now he's just Beetlejuice. He, yeah. Okay, so Locke's story arc, but instead of revealing that he was going on an Australian walkabout, he was going to a furry convention. Oh my god! <laughs> and he got stuck in the fursuit. Instead of the whole time, instead of his his case of knives, it's just his fursuit. <laughs> that 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 bit where um like the, where um where the polar Walt- bear come come from? It's not a fucking polar bear. It's Locke <laughs> in his fursuit. That's where it came from. Uh, that that bit where like Walt or, or Kate, whoever looks at Locke and he smiles and he's got the orange in his mouth, but instead mm-hmm. it's just like a, a muzzle. Scott <laughs> <laughs> Fangs, yes. And he goes, yeah. I like. I think. Um, I think we should start on uh, <laughs> Lost Two. <laughs> And just rewriting certain episodes of Lost. I, I think we could get away with it because Damon Lindelof has moved on to make whatever the hell the Watchmen series is going to be. So I hope it's good, but also based yeah. on his Instagram post about politics, I don't know if he has Regardless, anything the Lost good and to the say. Lost characters—that's free IP at this point. That's like 
yeah it's been 10 years it's 10 years copyrights expired right for sure that's god that is how copyright should work it's just like after 10 years you you make a sequel or that's free ip for the people but yeah like but imagine like how fucking awesome art and movies would be if instead of like well disney owns mickey mouse forever it's just like at some point like anybody can write a mickey mouse story Right, and it's like it's just like that, except it's just like me with like Sawyer and Michael Faraday slash fic. It's like perfect, right? We can make a major studio movie. And Josh Holloway and um, I don't know who that actor is, man. Josh, he plays Sawyer. Sawyer. I know who. Oh, uh, Kevin McClellan actually played Josh Holloway's birthday party. What the <laughs> f- in in fun? L.A. Yeah, dude, this is some heavy shit to be dropping on me right now. I know, I was pretty heavy. I can't believe I didn't tell you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Faraday, the guy who plays but, Faraday, was in an episode of Hannibal. Yeah, makes me really that. regret almost um, every decision I've made in life that it hasn't led me to Josh Holloway's birthday party. I know. I was like, fuck, that was a career option on the table for me. Like, what the fuck? Right. I feel I feel like if you if you move to LA that sort of thing just happens all the time. Yeah, you're just seeing the B listers all the time. They're just like the water you swim in, you know? right? Because like, what yeah. has that guy done other than lost? And I, well, he, he was, was a in cop Ho- in a show. He was I in think Hawaii he was a cop 5-0. in two shows. He was in Hawaii Five O, right? Dude, uh, every like half Daniel the Day cast Day. of Lost is on Hawaii Five O now. They were already they never there. left Hawaii. Yeah, yeah they're oh. just like. We're like, hey, you guys want to just stay on the Big Island? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, they're just like, Oahu, baby. Baby, <laughs> Which is Oahu. a brilliant idea. Dude, if I went to Hawaii, I'm definitely overstaying my visa. Yeah. yeah I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find a place on uh, Chicago PD or Chicago Fire or The whatever. Shield. Bring the Shield or back. The shi- you heard <laughs> it here. The Shield revi- you reboot. You heard it here. First, folks, it's going to be a cop podcast now. Yeah, all cops all the time. Copcast. We love I it. I either want to play a criminal or a burn victim, or ideally both. You definitely have a criminal look about you. I think, I think, thank you for not saying I have a burn victim look about me. <laughs> I mean, that could be arranged. But when I mean, after that, was like really a, menacing. I didn't mean Yeah, after, that. after yesterday, that, <laughs> that carries me mean that menacingly. <laughs> I mean, I, ju- I guess it, I didn't mean that that could be arranged by me. I just meant that, like, if you wanted to, it would be easy. Yeah, if you, I could, you. yeah. You know. Yeah, sometimes you just want to burn yourself. Just a, what a if bit. What if there was, like, an overarching, like, a uh, story arc that connected both Chicago Fire and Chicago PD of, like, a burn victim that gets his revenge through arson murder? I kind of like that. There is a oh, okay. This is going to reveal a lot about me, but I've already done that on this podcast. Um, there's a whole episode of Psych about an arson murderer, and they. Why been, would you even for a second hesitate talking about Psych? It's hard to get you to not like, talk oh, about. Oh, that's psych. true. This is kind of personal. It's kind of like rough personal shit. That I'm kind of disclosing here, but um, there's an episode of. Psych. <laughs> But but the running bit in that to get into just just the weeds of my personality and some of the things that I talk to my therapist a lot and I really struggle with. Talk about my trauma, but here we are. There's an episode of Psych in season four. (laughs) Yeah, in season it's uh, actually four of Burn Notice. I think it's actually in season three. it might be in four, but yeah, there's a whole episode with a fire murderer and don't act like you don't know. Don't walk it back now, murderer. 
Um, our, our assassin is a good a good joke. Does a fire assassin? Yeah, it's a guy who like kills people and then sets fires to cover it up. And then it okay. turned and then it turned out to be the old police chief because he was mad because some kids set a fire that killed a bunch of cops. Well, way to go, Paul. All right, wow. sorry for spoiling season three or four of Psych for any Jesus listeners that were going to watch Psych in the year 2019. It's a fucking mess, publicity-wise. This is... Uh, yeah. I love every time that Nick cuts out, because it's just like a good, solid, like, three seconds of silence. <laughs> like, <laughs> Psych like, leaks. Like, what you want from me, where I just stop talking, <laughs> instead the People are. I don't think it's going to come through in the final cut. It's just going to be like. Yeah, no. There's no way if we're recording independently. So there's just going to be a lot of editing on this one. That's fine. That's all right. We'll get used to it. Most podcasts do a lot of editing. I think. Yeah, Yeah, I just wanted to release an episode in um, August. Yeah, we definitely need to. Well, we have a couple on the. The chamber. Nope. Nope. We went through them. You went through them. Damn. All right. Mm -hmm. Damn. So we talked about um, how Roger Ebert got so horny he died. So that's good. Wait, what? We did? Yeah, what? that was the episode we did with Jules. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was Finland is not real. That's not real? The ep- title of the episode was Finland is not real. Finland is not real. Oh. Okay. That's right. That that's, was, uh, yeah. Sometimes oh, I forget yeah. what we actually talk about, and I only remember the, the moments that we get real off the, the hook. Yeah, that's I, that's I think the appeal. Like this episode, we're uh, you know almost thirty minutes in, and we haven't even ask, got to the point of it. Is there like a topic here? Is there sort of like a uh, um? I no, not really. I feel like this I, is kind of like a, like a like a free form. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah you know, like that hard like, like hard bop. It's like a free. Jazz. Yeah, it's like a hard bop. Yeah, the shape the shape of podcasts. To Obviously, come. you guys don't know anything <laughs> about America's classical classical music, jazz, or you wouldn't imply that about hard bop this is one of the most what do you think what do you think this is, is a soft bop you're making a fool of yourself Nick. <laughs> just an absolute John, fucking John clown t- and moron of yourself is being made by you yourself right now john tell me about the bops yeah which bop is this or is it not any what? of the bops bop is is this man, a kid's bop? Bop's like a historical moment, man. It's not like a genre, man. It's like a... Um, I'm sorry, I got so into that character that I couldn't really remember. <laughs> Can you merge name. that character and the Staten Island guy who's obsessed with Trump's underwear? Man. Don't. Like, don't. <laughs> bop is just a historical moment, man. I, I'm, You're turning I'm into bagel, I'm, that I'm bagel guy. I'm getting some accent here. I feel like I'm tuning in a shortwave radio or something yeah like, like it's, i'm just trying to find like cuba but i keep getting like iran or something right you get it's like those ones where the 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 waves are bouncing off the atmosphere right and it's like i got i got this guy from staten island really good but then he was gone and it's just and been then, replaced with like a albanian grandmother just yeah, saying like 12 18 32 oh my I remember Russo, the Albanian grandmother, and Lost. <laughs> that would be a good bit where they're like trying to find where the where that message is coming from, and it's just an old lady just repeating it for like a hundred years or whatever. 
I wonder if they were intentionally like evoking the one time pad thing with that. You know, the Conant project kind of hang. I probably, I feel like they, there's no way that Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof didn't know about the Conant project. Yeah, right. What's the Conant project? Uh, It's basically, do you know about number stations, Nick? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically the Conant project is like a, it's, it it was this long project done by this guy that's name is escaping me. Um, where it's like Doctor Conan. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Um, four discs of like number stations recordings. Okay. Um, and it's not exactly the easiest listening, but it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's like uh, yeah. you know, just that like on a loop. Um, I mean, googling the the Conan project and scrolling through them uh, on Wikipedia on. Um, Disc five, the eleventh uh, track is um, is thirty three hundred forty eight ten thirteen thirty six nineteen twenty one. That'd be about right, yeah. So that seems like a like an influence for Lost. Yeah, there's a really cool one where, um, and it plays like something that sounds like ice cream truck music, but mm-hmm. it's like on it like sounds like it's on a record that's gotten warped oh yeah yeah there's a lincolnshire posey yes there's one here that says um spanish lady spanish counting spanish man two there are three spanish ladies there's probably more than three spanish ladies there's spanish lady two finals and spanish lady and then spanish lady the oh, backwards music station, man. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really good for um, going to sleep to. Yeah, if you want to have like yeah, horrifying <laughs> nightmares. I mean, it's not like creepy, creepy. It's I, it's kind of creepy, more sort of enigmatic. Because it's not like supernatural. It's not like EVP shit. It's, sure. It's more just like, huh? Like what the fuck? You know, this is like people communicating to each other. In a way that's lost forever. Right, and we still don't really know what they were, right? Like, there was no... Like, there's speculation that it was, like, secret spy code shit and whatnot, but, like, we never figured out why number stations were done other than... Yeah, yeah it's it believed to be addressed to intelligence officers operating in foreign countries. Which country? To just whichever one is foreign. I mean... Well, here's what we know. Like, that the the number stations are intelligence and counterintelligence operations with that kind of use. But we just don't know the details of it because it would, like, obviously be kind of compromising to know exactly what kind of thing do you think they're it's a, used for. Do you think it's a thing that, like... Because we've already seen this a couple times where, like, something's declassified... And our reaction is just like, what the fuck? Like, why? Like, like when they declassify some weird shit about, like, trying to use bats, like, strap bombs to bats during World War II so that they would go and, like, into people's houses and then explode. Oh, shit. No, I didn't know um, about that. But, like, stuff like that where we're just like, why would, would you anybody say that do one more this? time? Like, what? The bats, the bats in the houses? 
They were trying to put bats in houses so they'd explode. Yeah, they put bombs on the bats, and then the bats would go into like people's attics, and then they would explode because they're they're attached to bombs. That makes sense. Um, but like it's a thing where like things attached to bombs tend to explode. Right. I saw that in a movie once. What movie? Um, the Numbers Station, starring John Cusack and Malin Ackerman from 2013. Oh yeah, that's uh, well, how much did that movie gross? Um, well, according to the Telegraph newspaper, actor Warren Clark was one of the investors in the movie, and he quote may have may have lost money after investing, uh, which led him to being almost penniless when he died. He died. So um. Damn. The official, yeah, numbers aren't um, online, but it appears to have uh, killed actor Warren Clark, who you may know as uh, Dim in Stanley Kubik's Quackwork Warrant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley, old Stanley Cubbles. Stan Lee Kubrick. Yeah, I love him in all those Marvel movies. There we go. That's the pun I was looking for. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've hit we've hit some t- topics. Um, so were you going to talk about the Trump, the Trump protest? Yeah. So I can I can go into detail on that. So we showed up. Let's um, do let's do a um, let's do a first ever um theme uh, uh journalism episode where you tell us oh, I love it. live on the i mean um, not live but formerly live on the scene how this um rally and protest was so i got there a little first late. first question what sort of underwear were you wearing um uh gray striped plaid boxers or briefs uh boxers baby all right um, Proceed. So I got there a little late because I had to go straight from work, and the cops had shut down like seventy one, seventy five. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. How so did it, you get there with the shutdown? Uh, you had to get off at Seventh Street and then kind of go all the way across town because it was down at um, the U.S. Bank Arena, um, which uh, is where he did his last rally. Oh, I saw Springsteen there. It's probably a different vibe than the Trump rally. Then yeah, uh, um, how would uh, you describe the vibe? Well, let me let me before I get there, let me kind of set up set the stage for like what to expect. Um, so I went parked near Sawyer. So Point. yeah, tell me about the vibe. Hello. Set the stage. Yeah, so I parked near Sawyer Point. Uh, parked my car at a spot where it said there's no parking from four to six. Is around five thirty or so. Um, and I was like, I'll probably be fine. And I get out and immediately like the car behind me had a ticket in the windshield. So I'm like, I'm going to move my car. Um, and then I got lucky and found a spot that was prepaid till six when the, you thought you could break the law, but Trump's hard on crime. Well, so what's interesting is that the cars that had Trump stickers, uh, did not have tickets, but the ones that Mm. didn't did. Um, so suspicious. And then, and that's where the stage is set. Um, so we get down to the protest. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people selling Trump paraphernalia, mm-hmm. including yeah. a in, lot of bongs, a lot of Trump bongs. Uh, no, uh, an inexplicable flag of Trump's head on uh, Rambo's body. 
Oh, like fuck. photorealistic or a drawing? Uh, no, pretty photorealistic. Um, cool, good Photoshop. Uh, but a lot of people trying to make a quick buck off of like pretty much all the people from the suburbs that came to to the Trump rally. Um, and we get down there, and the line to get into the U.S. Bank Arena uh, is pretty fucking long. Uh, and we are across the street from people. Um, and like a sizable number of people showed up to counter protest. Um, the U.S. Bank Arena is apparently at max capacity. Okay. Cool. Yeah, wow. You love to see that. Um, yep. and, and beyond that, it was pretty straightforward. I mean, there were a bunch of like MAGA shitheads trying to stir shit by like getting into people's faces and, um, like doing that, doing that, like, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, they want people to get like arrested or whatever um but the proud boys are these are these proud boys or uh no it's just just shitheads just regular shitheads uh the supposedly boys yeah supposedly the proud boys were there but i didn't see like them in any sort of collection this mostly looked like a bunch of like bored affluent teens who live in the suburbs who Mm -hmm. like had nothing better to do than to come down and like try to harass people polo shirts mega hats yeah um, somebody was wearing a shirt that just said, had a picture of Trump and it said daddy on it. So like, mm. um, oh. uh, classic, uh, billboard with an aborted, uh, fetus on it, just doing loops. Um, so you had Let's, to see that. Was that anti-abortion or like, this is what Trump could have been? Uh, no, it was anti-abortion. Okay. Disappointing. Um, but I mean, there was so the the thing that was really interesting to me was that uh, on the side where all the Trump people were, this isn't I say interesting, but obviously this is that's a little bit of sarcasm. Mm. So on the side with the Trump people, there I were couldn't like, tell from your tone. Maybe two. Try it again with a little heavier sarcasm. Um, the thing that was interesting to me. <laughs> Much better sarcasm. Yeah, that's a good that's a good amount of sarcasm to me. Um. Was that the the side with the Trump supporters, like, waiting in line, had maybe, like, two, three cops. Uh, and the side with the counter-protesters had, like, ten cops. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody on the counter-protest side stepped onto the road, immediately cops would, like, swarm and not arrest them, but, like, kind of get in their face. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, like people were basically just allowed to walk up and down the street without any problem. Um, like very clearly there's a bias, um, there, but, uh, I mean the people that were there were pretty good other than the, the couple like far, like, like anarchist types who kind of wanted to get into some shit, um, which mm-hmm. everybody else that was there kind of was like, look calm down like all you're gonna do is make it harder on everybody else um yeah uh but just worked up anarchists ready to ready to mosh ready to fucking rage yeah ready to rage but for politics well and i and i get that like that you know you want that's what you want to do um but also like if it's gonna lead to like a bunch of people who are not there to get arrested getting arrested it's yeah. not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, it was mostly uneventful. Um, part of it that I think really hurt 
the counter protest is that apparently Aftab, a uh, friend of the pod, Aftab, oh, yeah. <laughs> hosted a um, peaceful protest at the like Freedom Center with yeah. like, the, like the young Dems. So I'm sure a bunch of people showed up to that. Um, so it was just, it was out of the way. Yeah, nowhere near. Basically, right? It was, cool. it was yeah. Great. It's the same exact shit that they tried to pull with like Richard Spencer when he was supposed mm-hmm. to come to town, where they were just like, rather than showing up and being like, "Hey, look, you're not fucking welcome here," they wanted to be like, you well, know, like you do for a protest, right? Yeah, they were just like, "What if we just kind of had like a nice little party with music and drinks, uh, like five miles away from uh, where this guy's going to be uh, doing some hate speech, and that'll mm-hmm. you know we just ignore him, and that's fine, you know." What mm-hmm. what a great response! Um, that whole coalition kind of fell apart because of that internal debate, um, which wound up being fine because Richard Spencer didn't come to Cincinnati anyway. So, um, but yeah, it's was, it was a weird thing. Hmm. Um, did not see the big man himself. No, <laughs> uh, he's too much of a coward. Uh, I did get yelled at by. Uh, a guy who looked like Fat Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Fat uh, Fat Mac. Mac, sorry, Mac, you're right. Mac's the one... Who puts on the, the weight, yes. Who who acquires mass. <laughs> um, but yes, sorry, That's his bit Mac. in the show. Yes. Uh, he looked like Mac, and then there was an old guy um, constantly screaming about uh, baby killers who looked a lot like Cotton Hill. <laughs> So how tall was he? uh, He was also probably like five feet tall. (laughs) Like when I say he looked like Cotton Hill, I mean full package, just point by point package. Yeah, it was. Dick was out. He was yelling about baby killers. Well, you know, you get that. So, um, it was a weird. It was weird to go from like salting and burning uh, the entirety of Hosea Avenue to Mm -hmm. left and right side uh the whole uh, and on the other side of uh brookline all the way down yes so does dewey still stand uh at least in theory like (laughs) i mean technically dewey's isn't standing currently even without our our work because they're in the middle of a heavy renovation yeah I, i mean that's really what it is like I don't know what they're doing. They just like took a perfectly good restaurant and was like, "What if we just sort of close this? What yeah. if we just close this and took everything inside out?" Yeah, you know? we make the workers like sit in the hot parking lot and yeah, <laughs> serve right. pizza for a couple months, which I guess is maybe slightly better than the alternative, which is like not paying them and just like being like, "All right, well, if you guys wait around four months, maybe you'll still have a job." Yeah. Yeah, like um, like Melt did when they just closed down for an entire year. God, yeah, and they're still and not good locations. No, Melt. Well, is, that's because literally everyone who worked there doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm mostly just pissed because like they used to have really good seitan, and um, when they first reopened, we went, and the thing that I got that's supposed to have seitan on it had like one or two pieces of their like homemade seitan and then the rest of it was like the deli slices mm-hmm. um and now they've just all deli slices like no former vestige is all the all the vestige is gone 
I um whenever you come to visit Chicago, Paul, I found uh, an amazing sandwich today. What sandwich? <laughs> like on the ground? Yes, on the ground, but it looked clean. I blew it off um, and rubbed it against my shirt, and it was fine for eating. Name the um, fucking sandwich, Nick. John, did you, when you were in town, did you stop by Cafe Jean-Marie at all? I don't know what that is. It's, um, it's right on the corner. Oh, I... Across what, from what kind Clipper. of place is it? Is it right next to that Clippers bar? French. No. no, next to Clipper is um, Spinning J, and it's right across from that. It's next to oh. the Space Oddity book and, and stuff store. Book and stuff store, match. Yeah, I love my books and stuff. Well, they have a sandwich um, called the Veggie Dagwood. Oh, cool. I love a Dagwood, man. It is um, phenomenal. Is it how many like layers is it? It's just kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. But it is a large sandwich. That's what you love. They said, "Do you want a half or whole?" And I said, "Give me a whole." Yeah, and, and then, then you and then you were like, "Half, uh-oh. fuck out of here with that." Then I went, "Oh, that's a big sandwich." That's a big sandwich. That's what I said. I went, "Oh, that's a big that's sandwich." A, that's a big sandwich. Uh, I said, "I don't think I can eat right. all this." Take what, it back. What, what kind of underwear does that a sandwich leave? What do you think he's leave? got under that? What do you think he's got under that sandwich? Under that Dagwood. A what do you gun. think he's got in that Dagwood? Um, no, that sounds awesome. I, uh, yeah, I need to come up and to visit the old Shy Town again. Do. Um, it's, uh, it's beautiful up there. It's, it's very lovely. It's hot, I'm gonna man. do a bit to be like, it's like I love Chicago, but I'm confusing it with with like Eau Claire or something. Oh yeah, you know where I just like. Do you know enough about Eau Claire to pull off this bit? I mean, I know enough about it to explain the bit and make that the bit, but not okay. to actually pursue it. I could maybe do like that's high art though, right? Is to like talk about what the bit's going to be without actually doing the bit. Yeah, because it's like, oh well, that way we move on. I don't have to do another accent. All right. I see the appeal to this. All right, give All right. it a go. Oh no! That, that was that was it. I think that was the bit. That was the bit. I was just saying. No, there's got to be at least one joke you have half of. All right, um, Green Bay. I love Chicago, baby. <laughs> you like that? That's kind of. I think that's kind of like go Packers. Yeah, that love, that love. Man. Go no, Chicago no Packers. No ketchup on those dogs. Yeah, just, go Packers. Yeah, you know, just like I, man, I I love Chicago. It's always great to see a team. Uh, like a football team that's just owned by the entire city. Yeah, like the Packers. Bears. What's so clear got food wise? Uh, they got that. Is the National Festival? They got deep dish, right? Oh yeah. For, for, for food wise, yeah, I love that Eau Claire deep dish. They got that. Oh. I love that Eau Claire eclair. Am I right? Yeah. That's a good joke. That's you could take that and put it in the bank. I'm looking up Eau Claire food. Just kind of give us a sense. We, uh, Nick, when we left yesterday, we 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 put um, put a secret. When you left, where hoses? Oh yeah, right. When we left hoses, we put a secret in there. Um, and we you put we, a secret in there. Yeah. Who we, did you sacrifice to the house? I uh, we can't tell you, or else we'd have okay. to kill you. But I had a bit where um, 
where we're gonna joke about hiding like a couple bitcoins on a hard drive oh yeah somewhere like mm-hmm. the walls just so that like 10 years down the line uh somebody moves in and like either doesn't care because bitcoin doesn't exist and or is worthless uh or like bitcoin has somehow uh through the, the sheer willpower of john mcafee um mm-hmm. has like shot up to like thirty thousand dollars of bitcoin okay so they're like man just Sorry, destroying the house to try to find it that's good i like that i have an idea um what's that it's an episode of the simpsons so i think it's also a movie but where it's like um uh, in the war a, a group of people a group of soldiers find like all of hitler's gold and then they hide it and the last person alive gets it oh yeah um that's uh we three kings with george clooney is that what that is I, I think so. I think that's the plot of that film. I think it's called Three Kings. It is just Three Kings. You're right. Yeah, and I think that the Simpsons episode was before that. So either we have a Mad Men situation or there's an earlier thing. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, false goose. Well, it's not a false goose chase, right? Cause no. Could, it'd be it's a, a wild goose wild. chase. <laughs> but yeah. also, what's a false goose? I like a false goose. All right. So that's the title of the movie is it's false goose. And it's about a group of friends that as a joke hides Bitcoin in a house they move out of. Oh, I love this. And then like flash forward to 20 years into the future where they've all fallen on hard times and have to get the Bitcoin out of the house. house. Okay. So this is like kind of like a rat race slash it's a mad, 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 mad world thing, but kind of bumped up to three kings. Right, but it's bumped up to, like, a 21st century rather than, like, you know, it's not, like, a centric billionaire. John Cleese just wants to see people murder each other or whatever for money. That's yes. a good movie. No, it's desperate. Opinion. I kind of like that. Like, I, I, I've, I, there's got to be a hook, though, right? Because it can't just be, like, they go to the house. It's got to be, like, the house has been... They go to the okay, house to he, find the Bitcoin. They find like two pounds of Colombian cocaine. I was thinking like and the house is gone. The Ooh, house is now a, a cop store. A, co- a cop. A, a cop, cop store? Oh, like a cop. Yeah, like where you get, get all the cops. Like a gear. precinct. Like an FOP lodge. Yeah. Like a cop. Um, so they all have to get. Oh my God. So the, in order to get access to the FOP lodge, they have to become cops and then retire. So it's. It's like a two-hour-long film of them going through training to become cops. It's like a big Departed-style movie of all the shit that they do when they're cops, you know? Right. And at the very end... You get a little bit of Police Academy in there, you know? So just a sprinkle of it. And then at the end of the movie, the twist is that um, someone put in uh, Dogecoin instead of Bitcoin. (laughs) Oh, no. And Dogecoin is unfortunately just tanked. Yeah, yeah it's it's nothing. Because for some huh. reason they're not the same. I'll never quite understand that. Well, there's so the thing about cryptocurrencies is that you can just make one. Yeah, John, listen, this is a cryptocurrency episode now. No. Yeah. So anybody can kind of create a cryptocurrency using the blockchain. The blockchain. <laughs> a thing that I understand and and know much about. I understand the blockchain. 
The blockchain is a collection of blocks, also known as a chain. Um, but yeah, you can so just... I'm, I'm just finding out now that the Simpsons episode actually isn't based on anything. Oh, they just made up Hitler. It says uh, the guy who wrote it got the episode after reading several then-current stories about lost art surfacing. Oh, and that okay, yes, yeah. Hit- Hitler was someone doing a real-life reference to this episode. So they invented the concept of Hitler. Whoa. Well, do you know what a... Oh, this might be something for a different episode. Do you know what a tontine is? A tontine? T-O-N-T-I-N-E. Hmm. No, I've never heard of that. It sounds like a big fork. It's, it's an investment plan for racing capital devised in the 17th century and relatively widespread in the 18th and 19th. It combines features of group, annuity, and a lottery. Each subscriber pays an agreed sum into the fund and thereafter receives an annuity. As members die, their shares devolve to the other participants, and so the value of each annuity increases. On the death of the last member, the scheme is wound up. So what goes, where that money go? Because I love, I, I love that. I like, I love the idea of just like a bunch of rich people being like, yeah, I trust my chances that I'll outlive these other people. Because it also leads to a scenario which, like, one old fuck is just murdering a bunch of old other people. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, so, so we do that, but it's like, that's the movie, but we don't, the millennials don't have any future, so everyone's just, like, 32 and doing this. Right. right that's too young. Uh, 38. Well, it's, it's, uh, did you ever see In Time with Justin Timberlake? No. Okay, so isn't that, that the movie that's basically Logan's Run? Kind of. Um, so what happens? Well, Logan's Run is they kill everybody when they hit thirty. In this, which film, is a good idea. In this film, what happens is when you hit like twenty four or twenty five, you just stop aging. Mm-hmm. But you have a clock that starts ticking down, and what you do is you get paid literally in time. That's like your life. Huh. Okay. Um, it's actually a very cool. Uh, exploration of like just like what if we just broke like Marxism down to like the bare like like so like all the poor people work in a factory and they're like constantly getting paid less and less people are like dying on the line because they literally run out of time and all the rich people just have like years and years built up and they just like live in a fucking high class society but Mm -hmm. but a thing that happens is that film is like poor people murdering other poor people so they can take their time like like people gamble with it like it's like a big thing is that uh justin timberlake's character is very good at gambling where you kind of like arm wrestle but when you lose you die okay um except okay it's it's a it's a interesting film we should uh do an episode on that for our i feel like this is gonna have to be a patreon episode um then maybe we'll release on the main thing. But what if we do um, summer of movies and just start doing a movie per week? Nick, John and I are going to watch all the Fast and the Furious movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the plan is currently to do a split a five-hour energy at the start uh, of each film. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you both get like two and a half hours? Yeah. Which is enough to make it through the film until we get to the next one. And there's like eight of them. That sounds fun. So, I mean, it sounds like great. torture, but... I Those films are supposed to be good. Yeah, except Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I heard Tokyo Drift's the worst one. Um, I was going to say, 
so I'm going to watch End Time. But oh, I nice. want to pitch um, End Time 2 in Kisses. And that's where uh, people get a set amount of kisses before they die. Oh, like that Eddie Murphy movie where you can only say 500 words until yeah, he dies. Yeah, but it's I've kisses. I've never heard of this movie. It's, it's called like 500 words. Words with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. But it's he gets cursed some, somehow and then like literally if he talks he dies so and then in the movie he talks and he dies it's like a mafia movie it's called a thousand words a thousand words sorry i kind of i got the number wrong but Ooh, you know it's a good movie because it was released in theaters on march 9th 2012 four years after it was filmed holy Whoa, shit why that seems like a thing where maybe the studio is like this sucks and Eddie Murphy. Oh, that is one hundred percent a thing where they're like, "This sucks." <laughs> Eddie, Rotten Tomatoes. But, it has an approval rating of zero percent based on fifty-seven reviews. Okay, so what you're saying is the first film that we should watch for the summer movies is this film. Yes, um, is a thousand words. A thousand words. Yes. Not to be followed conf- by confused, in time. Confused with a thousand blows. The like. The French movie? Yeah, as you said, the French New Wave film or something like that? Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part was when Eddie Murphy died because he talked too much. <laughs> yeah, that's what all the reviews for this movie say, but like, the best part of Eddie Murphy is, is, is him talking. Why would you take that away? Uh, well, I feel like he was maybe trying to do like a Jim Carrey thing, where he was just like, time to be a serious... Yeah, that didn't. I'm serious. It's me, Eddie Murphy. I'm here to be he's, serious. He's very serious now. Look at me. I'm coming to America. I God, he's an, ev- he's I, an everything good. Pluto Nash, Norbit, meet Dave. Norbit, Remember man. Dave? Man, uh, Eddie Murphy is definitely an actor who, like, had a career of movies and, like, I don't know if they were good. Like, Beverly Hills Cop, I think, was pretty funny. Oh, it's a classic. Coming um, to America's a fucking classic. Right. Like, like there was, like, all the 80s stuff. And then, like, I don't know what happened in the 90s, kind of. And then, uh, like, Nutty Professor, Dr. Doolittle, which I kind of liked as a kid. Yeah, Nutty Professor 2, mm-hmm. The Clumps. Yeah, there was just, like, he did all those films that are just, like, Meet Dave is specifically, like, that's a film that he did, and, like, does anybody know anything about that film other than it's a bunch of small Eddie Murphys piloting a big Eddie Murphy? Oh, shit, yeah. I know, it sounds great from the pitch, which I understand why it got made and he signed up for it. But wasn't very good. I don't know, all, like... It was just movies in the late 90s. I think it was whatever the producers were doing at the time. Like, that's what all comedy movies were. Yeah. Like, that's why The Wild Wild West exists and Lost in Space with Joey Tribbiani. Right, but, like, but, but it's a thing where, like, those films are all bad, but at the same time, also the Mummy movies were released around that time, and the Mummy movies are... Not good. good. 
They're fucking great. Are you? Sh- you shut the fuck up right now. I don't want to hear a, a bad word against these fucking mummy movies. Brendan They're Fraser not- put his body through hell so that I can enjoy the mummy and the mummy returns. It's got the rock in it as the fucking scorpion. And he looks good. The CGI is perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's it's um not true. It's great. It's uh, not true. The only film with better CGI is iRobot. John and I watched that the other day. Some good Which is, from what I remember, good. Eh, it's got Alan Tudyk in it. It's just the beginning's fine and then the ending's disappointing. Yeah, it could be better. The the ending fight scene is shot in a way that is just like designed to give you nausea. I feel, I feel like that was another point of, like, whenever the fourth Indiana Jones came out and, like, iRobot came out. Uh, no. that So, iRobot was, like, 2003, 2004. Crystal Skull was, like, 2007. 2008? So 2000, 2004, and then was iRobot. Yeah. Hey. And then Crystal Skull was our, uh, we're going to figure this out. 2008 so that was like a bad half decade yeah I, I mean, feel like it really peaked I mean it, it, the the begin the end was how bad Crystal Skull was yeah they're making another one and, and you know that Harrison Ford's gonna die in it like they're bringing Harrison Ford back in all of his famous roles so they can kill him um, it's weird they have to do that. You don't. You normally don't have to do that. Yeah, they could have just like kill him off screen, like just give him the money and just be like, "Don't worry, dude. You don't have to act in this." What if that's his whole thing? What if like there is a contract? There's uh, something in every Harrison Ford contract where he's like, since the '70s, where he's like, "I'll be in this movie, but I have to come back later, and you have to show me dying." What if they make an Air Force Two? Where he dies? Yeah, where he plays the the president um, again, like twenty years later. Somehow, loophole. Yeah, like he he had one term. He stepped away for twenty years, and he just doesn't understand the direction society's going in. So he's coming back. Right, and then his his plane gets hijacked again. Yeah, we should probably just get a jump on it and start writing that. I yeah, why not? I think that's a yeah. I think that's the plan. Was was he a Republican or a Democrat in that? Uh, I feel like he's a re- Republican because, like, I know that that's like a Tom Clancy story. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Harrison Ford did a bunch of like Tom Clancy ass shit in that era. Like, Clear and Present Danger was also a Tom Clancy, I think. Um, Tom Clancy pa- was hot. Pa- shit. Patriot Games. I think Harrison Ford was in that. More like the Super Bowl. Am I right? I don't I don't get it. Patriot games. Yeah, but Harrison Ford wasn't in the Super Bowl. He played for the Patriots. No, that was uh the Gronk. There's a trash uh trash what episode. do they call it? Episode, <laughs> this episode is trash. <laughs> this is hey, we we we're a little rusty. We haven't recorded in over two months. That's true. It's been a while. It's been quite a while. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, on that note, 
it's like 11:30. Yeah, I've been drifting in and out of consciousness. I'm watching for John. I feel like I'm minutes. driving back from Columbus because I'm just watching John like it's fall asleep, honestly, wake up, and say something, and fall asleep again. It's honestly kind of blissful. Like this has been very peaceful after an exhausting couple of days to just like sit here and let the sound of my friends' voices lull me to sleep, and then wake up and say something about Norbit and then go back to sleep. <laughs> which, is the, which is great. I'm glad that like Eddie Murphy has like poisoned your mind enough that like even if you weren't awake for the conversation, you've just like woken up and just like, like now it's now's, Norbit time. God damn it, Eddie. You fuck. Well, this has been a good uh, test and exploration. Um, good freeform. Yeah, I think we just put this on the main feed and just like... Like hey, uh, this is maybe cut this a, is a, cut l- it. a loose bop. Yeah, cut cut an intro that's just like hey, it's been a while. Uh, we didn't feel like sticking to the form because it's you know we're testing out a new recording method. Uh, we're recording Things this on have a changed. wax cylinder. Um, it's coming back. We're gonna press this to cassette. <laughs> that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we're gonna put this on a player piano roll. We're gonna uh, we're gonna convert this entire audio file into like ones and zeros and just flash it directly in your mind via uh, rapidly actuated flashlight. We're gonna have an Irish indentured servant transcribe the entire thing, and then we're gonna skywrite it in the fucking sky over San Diego. All right. Um, well, I'm gonna put this episode on a theme branded. Uh, USB stick, and anyone that wants it can have it delivered to them for $5. Um, if you write to your Congress person and demand that thing get entered into the Library of Congress um, where it belongs, uh, we will fund your kids' college on the condition that Bernie Sanders becomes president and makes college free. <laughs> <laughs> all right i agree uh anything else paul no i think that's about it it feels good to be um done done with the at least the hard part of the move um Heck yeah. so uh no it'll be good we'll be this will be a little bit easier to get back into of recording every week now um when i don't have to worry about uh, a man named Greg coming to break my legs. You gotta watch out for the men named Greg. Um, anything else, John? Man, I don't know. My 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 life is messy, but that's not a thing that the listeners of your podcast care about. How about we do a whole episode that's getting real with John? Getting real with John? What the? <laughs> Get, wait, what about, how about of all the what, fucking crackpot ideas you two have come up with? Let, let me let me hit you with shit this: getting, getting messy with John. Oh, I was gonna say getting getting messy with Massey. Get getting messy with Massey is the best fucking thing I've ever heard. That's that good. That's name. The, but wait, let me let me hit you with this, John. It's what? a it's a weightlifting podcast, yeah. and it's called Getting Mass with Massey. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> I just give people bad like. Possibly even fatal weightlifting advice. Like lift with your back. Like put it all on the back. Put it all on that back. Like the back is the strongest part of the human body. Like you can blow out your arm. You can blow out your leg. 
You can blow out your fucking abdomen. <laughs> you can't blow out your back. This spine, it's fucking like that's that's our. Did, did you know that this every human spine can take three thousand pounds of weight before it snaps like a twig? <laughs> that's chakras, baby. That's fucking primordial energy. And and that's only the most they've tested. Crystals. No one's actually tested past three thousand. We it don't could be we don't anyway. have weights that go that yeah heavy. right because like honestly nothing weighs more than three thousand pounds. If you yeah. wanted to right now, if you just believed in yourself, you could go to the Cincinnati Zoo and deadlift that hippo. Dude, you could deadlift an elephant. You could deadlift the elephant house. You could deadlift the zoo itself. Okay, that's not true. You could Romanian deadlift the zoo, but you cannot regular deadlift the zoo. What's the difference? You can deadlift uh, the zoo. W- One of them, you talk in a Romanian accent. <laughs> All right. Also, I uh, it's not getting mass with getting mass with vine it's i trust john that's true john does have the expertise yeah uh, I mean, we all we we all gotta go to bed i think so otherwise i'm just gonna start talking about stuff that you can deadlift <laughs> a cat <laughs> two, two cats do you know that 99 percent of all cats can be deadlifted <laughs> What's what about the other percent? Well, they can't be deadlifted. <laughs> Why not? I mean, it's it, impossible. There's a wide variety of reasons why it's not possible. You heard it here first. The cats are already dead. So, thinkies. All right. Uh, bye. Uh, until next time. Don't think. Don't think too much without us. Don't think too hard. Get 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 hyped for us to talk about uh, a film that is so good that every time I watch it, uh, there's a one gunshot that shuts down my entire sound system. We love it. <laughs> uh, the Scorpion King? No, it's uh, in time. There's one. Oh, there's okay. literally one part of that film that if I don't turn my sound system all the way down before a gunshot goes off, it crashes my sound system. Jesus Christ. Um, and it's not that loud of a gunshot, so I don't understand. It's just got the the virus it's, coded into it's it. It's actually a special copy that Justin Timberlake made for an enemy <laughs> that accidentally got to you. Like, he made that for, like, Drake or somebody. Who does Justin Timberlake have an enemy? Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. Yeah, he hates Joey Fatone. I hate you, Joey Fatone. <laughs> I don't know if they were Fuck in the same you, band or not. Justin Timberlake's like, hey, it's JT. Fuck you, Joey. Yeah, Joey, yeah, go back to friends. The eternal struggle between JT and JF. And That's who, in our version of Lost. Who's that other guy that, oh man, if we could get Joey Fatone and Justin Timberlake to play Jacob in The Man in Black, I... Th- oh, we can get Joey Fatone. <laughs> I think Justin Timberlake might be the hard one. I feel like I could get Joey Fatone to like mow your lawn. Paul. I'm pretty sure Joey Fatone's on Cameo. I'm pretty sure Joey Fatone's on, like, LinkedIn. You know what I mean? <laughs> Joe, J- I just added Joey... I just asked Joey Fatone if he wants a job. Joey Fatone, uh, whose career path I would describe as very similar to Paul Giamatti in uh, Big Fat Liar. <laughs> he's covered in blue, and, and now <laughs> Malcolm's he's, taking him down. And now he's just a clown. We never finished watching that movie. Uh, correction, you didn't finish watching that film. It's a prequel to Avatar. <laughs> okay, I would watch Paul Giamatti's Avatar. 
Yeah, he's the first <laughs> oh, Navi. That's that's why Marianne Williamson is so obsessed with it. because yeah. she saw the secret screening. That was all Paul Giamatti. Oh, well, God. that was it. Was like the how in the original there. version of Shrek, they uh, <laughs> Shrek didn't have a Scottish accent, and Mike Myers insisted he go back and re-record all the dialogue with a Scottish accent. Right, and then he just did the fat in the original version accent. of of Avatar, and Jake Sully was played by Paul Giamatti. And James Cameron loved it, but test audiences were very confused who to root for. I just kept asking, where's Frankie Muniz? <laughs> yeah. Where's Frankie? And then Guys, he was Frankie? Frankie says, relax, baby, where he is? That's that Frankie. Frankie Muniz was, um, he was busy at the time racing cars and not acting. So they just shot it with, uh, who was the guy that played Jake Soley instead? Worthington? Sam Worthington? Is that was it? Or was it one of the three other guys that are him? I think it's Sam Worthington. <laughs> Is he... Let's say it's Sam Worthington. More like Sam not worth, not worth it Ington. God damn it, Greg just texted me. What did he text you? <laughs> he said, it looks like you still have stuff in there. Like what? I don't Did know. he find your secret? No, he said he couldn't get in because he doesn't have his key. Well, then how does he know he looks like himself? I, th- I, I can only assume that maybe there's maybe some stuff still in the kitchen. Hey, guys, seems like off-podcast talk. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll take this offline. Yeah. All right, let's take it offline. Bye. Bye. Bye.